com link is different than an uplink. Well, now I know something. Yeah. It turns also out that the, the physics used in space movies are not... Um, real. Real. What? Evidently, it's a, a source of great joy among physicists to watch Armageddon. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot going... The first of which, which is the stupidest one, I get why Michael... Michael Mann. Um, uh, Bay. Michael Bay. Michael Mann would not make Pretty that movie. Pretty much, well... Which is like... Well, that's ironic, given that Michael Mann is known for being notoriously good with his... Everything's accurate. Everything like, goes boom. And that's why mm -hmm. it takes him forever to make movies. Like, yeah. everything has to be accurate. Michael Bay, Bay. Mike, yeah, is not. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. But, like, even the, the two shuttles launching that close to each other, which looked cool, could never nope. happen. Yeah. No, what was the, the other asteroid movie that came out at the same time? Deep Impact. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, I guess that would be more accurate. I don't Nobody really knows what will happen if an asteroid hits Earth. Nope. The dinosaurs do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went there. No. Well, I mean, what happened to the humans that were with the dinosaurs when that happened? Uh, well. I mean, they were riding them. Yeah. Jesus? Ronald Reagan. There were. Uh, yeah, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the religious. There were prim primitive humans that were alive during the last round of the dinosaurs. Like humans and woolly mammoths were well, not yeah. human, not human beings as we know them, but like. But woolly mammoths. Yes, were they were around at the same time mammals, as woolly mammoths. Like, yes, but like there are things that we consider prehistoric. Like Neanderthal man was yeah, around the time. Different things, but yeah, but ooh, they're fine. Well, they're finding out that like there's like the 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 tree of life, like or the tree of even humanity, is not really a tree. Like it's it's very odd. Like it looks like there has been interspecies like joining and like there are species that died out like you'd think that we were related to them just like you know we're more related to chimps than we are gorillas which mm -hmm. you would think it would be more gorillas than chimps so no i don't they're bigger well yeah that would be the with the noise that he just made <laughs> it's surprising we're not close more closely related <laughs> to gorillas <laughs> Like a Tim mm -hmm. Allen tool oh. time. <laughs> it's just my form of communication skills. Same, same. the level I'm at. Same as gorilla. Right? At least it's not bah. Well, no, no, that's that's a mis misnomer <laughs> and association that is horribly made. That's for Italians and Greeks. Oh, really? I thought that was goats for them, for the uh, Greeks at least. They're not picky. Let's be honest. I, I have no idea. Don't know enough. Or South Americans, it turns out. Oh, well. There's a donkey wow. thing down there. Well. Really building the international base of this podcast. There you go. Talking about all the people around the world that fuck animals. Well, there was a documentary about things that go on in Colombia. Oof. Or Peru. Yeah, it doesn't really... They're not uh, the same country. <laughs> Different sides of the continent. I said, or Peru. That is, up, that is up there with the Fox News saying the three Mexicos. <laughs> three, three Mexican countries. Three different Mexican countries. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wait, there's more goodness. than there's there isn't three. Well, there's New Mexico in Mexico. Does that one's not a country? But wait, Arizona's not Mexico. No, nor is Texas. No, no, Texas is Texas. Arizona's a hellhole. I don't care if we lose listeners in Arizona; they're not worth having. No. <laughs> and then New Mexico. Is there are there people in New Mexico? I don't know if they have internet. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, that's not true. They have Albuquerque and they have meth. Right. Yeah. Oh, they have uh, Breaking Bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Hamlet, too. 
Yes. You love Hamlet 2. Hamlet 2. I worked on Hamlet 2. Hamlet 2. Yeah, you starred in Hamlet 2. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, you worked on it. Don't don't be be humble. Well, you know. Don't be shy. The hair is almost back to that length. Yeah, Yeah, almost. Mm Mm-hmm. The oh. only, I don't remember, I saw that in the theater, but the only thing I remember about it is just the amazing casting of Elizabeth Shue as Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. That was a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't remember the song such as uh, uh, You Are As Gay As The Day Is Long? And was it? Rock Me Sexy Jesus. That's it. That's I knew that. I remember that song. No, it was, it was a funny movie. I just haven't, I don't know why I haven't seen it again. Uh, because it, it's a one-off almost? Yeah. yeah I, I guess you could watch that one again. I've, I mean, not that it's the same, but it's sort of in the same vein. I've never had the urge to see School of Rock again. Not the same, but like, you know. No, but in, the, in a way, I get that one. School yeah. of Rock, I've watched it again, but I'm... You know. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch Hamlet too. I just haven't been like, I need to watch that today. Yeah, there are those movies that you have that. Place. Yeah, like Armageddon. That is so one of those watch, movies. You yeah. can watch that so you again. can watch Fake Space. Steve Buscemi got Space Madness. That's the thing. It's a cool place to watch the world. What was it? Uh, oh, you got to yeah. look at the view from here. Best place to watch. Uh, ah. And yet, space herpes was never addressed. It, uh, was, it was in Ice Pirates. Yeah, you keep bringing that up. Yeah, but what the fuck is Ice Pirates? Sorry, my mic smells like bo. What? Well, yeah. That's weird. Would you? Did you put your armpit on? Yes, that's what I did. Yeah. That's weird. No. Or maybe it's this sweater here. Right, here. No, maybe it's me. It, might. Uh, it turns out it's none of my stuff that smells. No, I smell fine. Is it me from over here? I'm getting whiffs of bo. <coughs> it's weird. <laughs> Apparently, it is, is you, Nate. We'll edit this part out because this is not. <laughs> it's good. not entertaining. It's not good radio. No, it's not radio at all. No, it's true. Here, let me try something. Well, well, you guys continue talking. Oh. Okay. I don't even know what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about Space Herpes and Ice Pirates the movie. But you don't know what Ice Pirates the movie is. Like, you keep talking about it, and I'm like, I, does it do do many, like, I feel like there's probably only, like, 300 people alive that know what Ice Pirates is. I think is. There's, there's much more than 300. There are more than 300 people that know what Ice Pirates are, and that is not one of those people. No. But Ice Pirate is a sci-fi movie based around uh, water being the most valuable thing in the world, or the universe at, in this case. Okay. And so Think pirates... Think reverse water world. Th- that's exactly yeah. what I was in thinking In space. Of. In space. Yes. So it's not just water world, it's water universe, but yeah. it's ice universe. And pirates that steal the ice. Okay. From, you know... And they got space herpes? Yeah, there was a... It, it was kind of an alien's reference, almost, like a little meal that they cooked, and, like, and a monster came out, and it was space herpes. Oh. And, like, they made the whole, you can't get rid of it once you have it. Oh. Kind of joke. Oh, that sucks. Uh, who is, um, oh, what's her face was in it? Uh, Dakota and, Fanning. No, Houston. <laughs> Whitney Houston? Angelica? No. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, that's, they got some prestige in there. Prestige. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a prestigious move. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. Directed by Stuart, Stuart uh, Raffle, I think is how you would say the name. Oh. Uh, he, right. did pass, he wrote Passenger 57. Wow. Ooh. The award-winning Passenger 57. Well, yeah. well classic. Is that the Wesley Snipes? Yes, it is. Always bet on black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Urich was in it? Urich. Urich, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I believe Ron bet. Perlman. 
Oh, oh, there you go. That's a that's a quality. He's. I'm not a, not a fan of them doing the Hellboy reboot. I don't care if that guy is, is almost as likable. The guy, the forget the guy's name who's playing Hellboy now. It's the uh, it it's is the dad. David Harbour. Yeah, that's the one. Ah. But Ron Perlman was that was perfect. Oh, he he was great. great. That that was actually I was disappointed that he never got his chance to make the third movie. Yeah, I even that was one of the few ones where the second one was. Um, it was a strong second. Yeah, very strong. It just I think the comic book world for for Dark Horse especially kind of dried up. Well, and it, it, it was more of, I feel like it's, I mean, I never read the comics, but it felt like more of a, because it was Guillermo del Toro, it felt like one of his movies yeah. more than the comic. I mean, it, it, you felt like even a lot of those characters were shit out of Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, that was... So, a, it, like, it didn't feel like a comic book movie. No. Mm. He did a good job with that. Yeah. And the comic books were darker. Like, all those, that, that division or that branch or that company did a much darker kind of storytelling than... Marvel did, even though Marvel had some... Back in the day, they had some dark shit. Like Tony, Tony Stark being alcoholic, abusive, blah, blah, blah. But that was the 60s, so... Every, yeah. Everybody was. <laughs> I've seen Mad Men. Yeah. yeah one, I saw the part... I got up to the point where the person got his foot run over by a lawnmower. I pretty much did, too. Lane Price. And then by like his Jared Harris. <laughs> no, but then his career wasn't over, right? Yeah, but that's what they were saying at the end of that. Yeah. Episode. They're like, oh, he'll never come back. Yeah. But he did. You want a super dark imagining the 60s. Wonder years. There was, yeah. I mean, so, unrequited love is always dark. Yeah. And there was all the violence and the, mm -hmm. the racial, you know, all that stuff. Intolerance. Yeah. Mm. The racial tolerance, you mean? Yeah. Tolerance, Stacey. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what I said. That's the one. Words. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Properly used. I'm what? having a day. <laughs> Why are you having a day? I'm just having a couple of days. I don't know. It's going, it's going on. I, I was, I, you know what? It's because I'm very upset about Justin Bieber's April Fool's joke. Oh, the pregnancy? Y'all heard about this? Yeah. It's the stupidest thing ever. So I'm April, April Fool's is the stupidest thing ever. It, it is the yeah. stupidest thing ever. We know, I know your thoughts on that, yeah. feelings on it. Um, but yeah, but for y'all, for those of y'all who don't know, I mean, probably looking it up on Twitter right now, but uh, he faked that, that uh, you know, him and Haley were pregnant and having a baby. Yes, yeah, I And then apparently, people got very upset at him because they're like, how dare you be so insensitive to all the people who can't have babies? What? Oh, Jesus. Exactly. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not like he went in to your OBGYN appointment, your fertility doctor appointment, and said, hey, guess what? You're pregnant. And then went, oh, no, April Fool's. No, 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 no. He's allowed to joke about his body, his wife. His wife's allowed to joke about that, too. That's okay if you're upset. I'm, so, I'm very sorry that you cannot have children. That's, I, I have plenty of friends who have, who have gone through infertility and are still struggling with infertility, and so I'm not here to make light of that. However, um, he doesn't know all of you. Yeah, he's and they're like, why are, you aren't thinking of those people? Of course, he's not thinking of you. Why would they? He's a he's a mid twenties Canadian pop star. He married to a fucking like nineteen year old model. He doesn't give a fucking shit about you. Just because of the intersection of the Venn diagram of fandom, I'm sure these same people don't seem to mind that the Kardashians are breathing like crazy. No, and also these also people probably don't seem to mind to like probably trash him when he's expressing like mental mental. mental yeah. issues or does something weird and they're like he's on drugs he's doing this he's doing that or probably saying something about Haley. 
differently. Now, I don't give a shit about either one of them, but I do give a shit about all of a sudden people getting uppity and moral about somebody they don't even know, and this really has nothing to do with you. You're taking your personal sadness and anger out on somebody who doesn't deserve it. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're upset, and you have every right to be upset, but don't misdirect that anger towards somebody else. Well, or... or Who can't defend themselves either, really. Yeah. Well, at the same point, are these people just being sensitive to be sensitive and just going after someone they might not some have people any, some people are yeah probably 50 percent of them are if you're gonna make a generalization based on the age of most beaver fans they're not generally the age where people are already having trouble conceiving because they're not usually the age where they're having children because they're very they tend to skew very young unless they're those are the parents of those kids true so. yeah no there, there are there are Older people that are believers, I'm one of them. So you're, so what you're basically you're saying is most like most of the people who are upset are not Bieber fans. They are people who are reading about this and Could hearing be. about this tweet. Or just I, trolls. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I did, agree too. Did any of you guys fall to for any April Fool's jokes? No, no. I posted the U.S. Open one, That's, but I, I didn't fall for one. it. I didn't fall for it because that was a good I thought it was fun. I just thought it was cute. Well, well, I was I mean, like, I would well, exactly. Some, yeah, it was if for anybody that it, it was that the U.S. Open or it was the USTA. Somebody, t- I think they opened themselves. Might have been their tweet. USB, wait, TPA, whatever. That yeah, is. Oh, ATP. Sorry, ATP. ATP. Yeah, yeah. Um, tweeted that they were going that the U.S. Open this year was going to use dogs to assist the ball. People. Ball, ball people staff. I don't think they're ball boys anymore. No. Um, and all breeds were welcome. And they have they have trained dogs to do this, and not in big events, but they they've used dogs to retrieve balls for this before. Mm-hmm. But the people, the, and if you saw the the tweet that I posted, reposted, like a screenshot, the responses, it was hard to tell if they thought it was. I mean, most of them were just like so excited. But then, and then somebody even, I, I retweeted it and somebody responded being like, you know, this is an April Fool's joke, right? I'm like, like yes. Oh my God. They're actually asking for you to bring your, and they even, the, the thing even mentioned puppies. Like, bring your puppies. I'm like, yes, the U.S. Open is not going to use untrained puppies for their event. Yes. That is not surprising. Roger Federer is going to be really happy about that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tripping over a dachshund. But that was a better one than, like, I mean, Tom Brady tweeted, I'm I officially re- retiring. And it's like, no, no, you're, no you're kidding. Yeah. Tweet it next week, and then, was, it's, then, the, then Boston burns to the ground. Yeah. Don't tweet it now. <laughs> it was also his first ever tweet. So yeah. I do respect it mm-hmm. in a game. That he played, I, I think everyone pretty much figured it out. But he f- got like two hundred thousand followers in seven minutes or something like that. The yeah, so. well, yeah, of course, Bo- yeah, Boston goes strong, and he was also having a back and forth with The Rock that, that increased it because The Rock has uh, it's The Rock has a few has a few followers. Yeah, how many millions does he have? I have no idea. Do we know who's leading? The amount of followers I, in the world. The, I don't know. For the long, I know it's I don't know eight. Twitter, but for the longest time, Instagram was a rate. Um, it was Kylie. Right. And strange enough, Selena Gomez was up there, which I, I know she's big, but I didn't know she was big enough to compete with like a Kardashian in terms of followers. Mm. And mm. Um, Gaga was up there. The Rock has 13.3 million followers. Yeah. On Twitter? On Twitter. Wow. That's not, I mean, there's, Trump has like in the, thir- I think like 30, granted he's president, but it's like 30 million, it's like a lot more. Like, so 13's yeah. a lot, but it's not like absurd. Actually, Donald J. Trump has 59 million. I'd be curious to know, yeah. what, what did he have pre-election? Yeah, exactly. Let's see what Kim Kardashian had. A lot. Um, how do we get on this? Uh, no. Oh, the, the April Fool's jokes. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Conor McGregor's was kind of funny, where he made a fake commercial for this new wine he's selling since he sells whiskey. Oh. <laughs> and it, so it looked legit until the very end. At the end, of, I don't know if you saw it on Levitar today. At the end no. of the video, because Chris Cody got he oh, fell for it. Uh, um, at the end of it, McGregor does say, "I'm just joking. I'm all about the whiskey." But mm-hmm. it, they actually like made a video of him selling wine. It was his, that's nice. It, it was like his own bottled rosé, which was, but given that you know, it, which seems absurd. But he really does have his line of whiskey, so uh-huh. it's like, well, maybe, maybe. maybe he could do it. Evidently, his whiskey's making a ton of money. Well, that's the thing. It has to be just believable enough. Yeah, it can't be just out. Yeah. It can't be absurd. And the fact that he didn't add, like, I mean, he put some money and time into it. That's kind of, I do appreciate people who put, like, a lot of thought into a, yeah. a joke like that. I mean, yeah, I appreciate that. I actually figured out, The Rock is more of an Instagram guy. Oh, most is he? Pe- most He's, people are. Yeah. He's one hundred and thirty-seven million. Ah, all, yeah, there All we the go. big ones, like check out, like Kylie. Kylie they're is one hundred and thirty. Yeah, like Instagram. I'm so glad The Rock has more than. Oh, uh, you know who has <laughs> the individual person? Cristiano Ronaldo. That makes oh, sense. Oh yeah, one hundred and sixty million. Damn. Selena Gomez is just below The Rock. Oh uh, wait, it's Cristiano, Ariana Grande, mm. Selena Gomez, The Rock, Kim, Kylie, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and then Neymar and Messi. Yeah, that makes sense. Look at that. So, it's an interesting mix. That is. And I, I would give it to The Rock because he does more videos and yeah, like I, I do follow The Rock. Where is you uh, do because you love your WWE. I do love. I love your. I don't know if I love the WWE. I do enjoy wrestling. Yeah, Whether we did. I, we did text about this and because I watched the John, John Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew some of that stuff. I just didn't know all of it. Well, I mean, and I'm sure like there's not everything that you know last week tonight talked about either but um but basically <laughs> almost like uh, the the moral upper hand actually goes to the nfl versus well, versus yeah. wwe on certain things you know uh, but i mean i still want more. i'm i stand by the fact that i don't watch wwe even more yeah. so after this thing i just i had no idea that i knew that they went you know they didn't get an off season or anything like that right I did not know that they were considered in, that the performers were considered independent yeah. contractors. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was a big thing. It's always been a thing. That's terrible. That's they, absolutely well, horrific. Well, okay, let me. The WWE or WWF, it's always been that way. WCW gave guaranteed contracts mm-hmm. when Ted Turner had was running that organization. It was when Ted Turner sold Turner Broadcasting to someone. Forget which company. They kind of. That's when WCW folded. Because Ted Turner loved wrestling, that's why. Yeah, but then that has no bearing on right now. Well, I mean, the fact that like in the previous times that like, yes, that perhaps they had contracts or you know yeah. had more protection. Everything. No, I mean, well, you have to. You, the WWE hasn't had a monopoly. It's only been for about fifteen years, I want to say, like nineteen ninety nine. I think is when WCW. Like, th- there's no competition of the level of what WWE. Right. Is. We can start our own. Uh, yeah, do you have a multi-billionaire to fund uh, that? Yes. Okay. But there is a company that is doing something that was a former wrestlers of the WWE, mm-hmm. uh, Cody Rhodes, who is Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I don't know if you know this name at all. Does it look like The I American do? Dream. He's been around like the territory days, and I know a lot about this. <laughs> you do, see? So It gives you we, something to talk about. Should we go? Like... <laughs> Do we, do we need to be here for this? <laughs> no, it's okay. I can go on a rant for this for a while. I get, I get my own soliloquies. He get it. He gets his rant. No, so essentially, what this new company called AEW that's starting up okay. now uh, is giving insurance to 
they're wrestlers mm-hmm. and they're wrestling on a lesser, less demanding schedule mm-hmm. that the, the WWE uses. Because not only do they have a weekly televised show or two shows, well, technically three or four, depending like on what avenue or which which level you watch. They have house shows, back to back nights. They're constantly wrestling. That doesn't stop, and they're on the road three hundred days a year, so they don't have an off season. They're they're they were. The WWE? Yeah, and if they yeah, can that's... terminate after six weeks if you're not wrestling because of injury. Uh, they don't protect... I was talking to someone who actually worked for WWE, mm-hmm. who worked for the movie uh, uh, the movie side, the film side of the company, but then moved into marketing and worked with Vince. And she's like, oh, he takes care of the people who ask, like the older wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, those are the people who are already dead. There's less of those people than anything. Like, uh, who did we lose this year? King Kong Bunny died yeah. this past year, who was a headliner of WrestleMania 2. Uh, someone else just passed away recently. I'm not on top of all the wrestlers who yeah. died. Like, there's plenty of them that aren't around. And they, they showed, like, the amount, like, the Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, how much they die, and they're like, oh, shit, man. Yeah, like, like, So that's why, like, honestly, when they're like, wrestling isn't real, I'm like, it's fucking real. You can't fake gravity. Yeah, like, what you do to people, like, yes, maybe you're not really hitting somebody in an ad- in their Adam's apple and causing them to fall down, but you're, you're, you're faking a way to make somebody fall down and hit their back and hit their head on a ground repeatedly, night after night, time after time, year after year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how is that any different from the NFL in the sense of you keep banging your bodies together, but this is happening 365. And you get pads. Yeah, and helmets. And uh, whether that helps or not. I, I, but still, you know. It gives you, like, they always throw in the rugby thing. If you didn't have the helmet, would you run at someone that hard without one? I, I agree with you. So, But at the same point, I don't want to see that at mm-hmm. all. Uh but yeah, no. People get hurt. the The concussion protocol has improved. I don't think it's any better than what the NFL has. They still let people play yeah. with the concussions. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, if they don't catch it. I mean, uh, a lot, a lot yeah. of sports, a lot of sports, not just concussions, but other injuries. You know, it's all for the sake of the team. Yeah. And the the organization. So it's the same thing with the WWE. I think I I just was really I was really upset to hear that they were independent contractors because being a person who has, you know, who whose income has in the past and currently does partially come from being an independent contractor. It's, it's scary to be, and and what I do as an independent contractor is very physical. So if I get hurt doing that physical thing as an independent contractor, that's all on me. Right. Now, granted, it's not as physical as, you know, WWE, but you know, if, if I get, if I get hurt on the bike or get hurt, you know, off the bike, I mean, that happened, you know, with my foot and it's still happening with my foot. And that I've had to modify how I do everything, how I teach. I can't teach on the bike all the time, yeah. you know, because it's completely changed everything. But I, luckily, I'm super lucky that I figured out a way to be able to do my job, you know, and do that. But they can't necessarily. Right. And if they do, it, they could fucking die. And that's just, you know, if well, you they have died. Yeah. In the ring. Mm-hmm. There was one or like shit a, their pants. Well, that, <laughs> Sorry. That, oh, that was hilarious. Shit is britches. Shit, shit is britches. There, there's a, they call it like bacon marks sometimes. Mm. Lovely. That's gross. Yeah, well, as long as you're, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, a name you probably yeah, heard of. I know, yeah. He, he tells this story about the time he shit his britches. Uh-huh. But he was uh, wearing black tights. 
mm-hmm. which was the only saving grace for him. Oh, man. Because I'm like, and it happens because they take so many, like, yeah. bad prescriptions and whatnot yeah. for things, and they're like for painkillers, and like, yeah, it happens. You get hit a little bit off. Um, you know, accidents do happen. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. They, they've altered moves because people have broken necks doing things, and, you know, it's just, you know, accidents happen when you're doing, like, it's a, it's a stunt-coordinated dance is what they're doing, mm-hmm. essentially, when it comes to the basic, as you say, throwing punches, but you're going to hit people. Like, yeah. you're not, you're going to miss a mark, yeah. and you don't have much choice on live TV, you know, it's like, oops. Or even, like, that thing where, like, they, they slam their head into the corner of the, the ring. Like, yeah, like, I know that they're not actually hitting their head on there, but you're repeatedly doing this move where, where it kind of gives you whiplash. Yeah. yeah. You give yourself whiplash, and you, you not only do that in practice, you're doing that in events. What, but what also was interesting to me, what I appreciated, was kind of like, kind of almost like my stance with the NFL. Um, they, John Oliver, that was fun John Oliver pointed out that that the fans have a lot of say and that eventually like a lot of times the McMahon will like will will kind of change certain things but he points out like the fact that apparently and I don't know like apparently Roman Reigns they were trying to push him to be like this hero like kind of like The Rock or John Cena but they yeah but they didn't but like the fans were not having it just were not ever having it Mm -hmm. And so finally, they just kind of like gave up on that. No, no, no they, they didn't give up on that. Leukemia came up. Oh well, well and that then, sucks. then he got over because yeah. you know cancer. Yeah, he came back from cancer, so they started cheering him. Oh well, then that's so good. cancer is what got him over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit, that's sad. It's, but but then but then they brought up the divas thing, like the women are getting more play. Oh, absolutely. Because because the fans were like, no, we want to see, we we like these these matches, we like these athletic women, we like seeing them more. And also because there's also a lot of women fans too, and the women's were like the women's. The women's. Oh my God. Well, they got rid of divas first off. Well, thank goodness. Well, they said uh, it started with give divas a chance. Yeah. Because there was a wrestling match that lasted 30 seconds, I think, one night. Because they just called it. No, no, it was just quick. It it was they didn't give them any time. It was a he relates to 30 seconds. (laughs) Yes. Uh, They usually they would call a women's match at at this era. a piss break or a popcorn match. Oh. Like you would just, you're like, oh, the women are out. Let's go. Mm. To the and Vince treated it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really kicked in with uh, NXT, which is their developmental league. And they had a four women down there. They had more than that, actually. Uh, Paige, who's now forced to retire because of injury, mm. uh, who ha- had the movie that was written, produced by The Rock. Uh, the British wrestling movie. Uh, oh, okay. I forget yeah. what it's called off the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, so that's her family. That's her life. Her, her family's big British wrestlers. Not mm-hmm. big, but, you know, independent wrestlers. And it's about her being a teenager coming up and being a wrestler. Uh, but, you know, she was the one who led it. It started turning then. And then, like, the Becky Lynch and the Charlotte Flair, uh, there was uh, Snoop Dogg's niece, oh. Sasha Banks, oh. who is a huge wrestling fan, and Bailey is the other character they were they're called the four horse women mm-hmm. who were like the four horsemen is a big stable it's just kind of a, a wrestling thing mm-hmm. and so they, they started pushing they were doing these crazy matches and they were headlining down in nxt which like is their pay-per-view like the takeovers i think I, you've watched maybe mm-hmm. one of those and they were five-star matches which is a rating system that comes out and so this headlining wrestlemania for women 
you would never think this would happen. Mm -mm. And so this is huge. Now, having Ronda Rousey is helpful. I'm not going to argue that. But she's going to probably take some time, get pregnant. And, you know, this might be the last run for her for a little while. But, you know. She can wrestle while pregnant. I don't see a problem. You know, Paige's mom did that. Is she really? Yeah. With mm. Paige. What? No, that's the joke. She took a bump in the womb. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. So that's what's wrong with but her? But this is huge. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I actually will probably get the seven-day free or the mm. month free just to see WrestleMania next mm-hmm. weekend. Well, just like you said in the text that, like, you kind of had, like, checked out a bit of WWE oh. because of also the Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. thing. And, and they brought that up on John Oliver. Like, that, that was really, a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Well, it's kind of hard when you've tied up your business within that money that they've given you. You can't really back out of the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, that you had a, a handshake or you actually had a contract to do these yeah. shows. Yes, but no. Yes, yes, that's true. But then the basically, like, your, your fan base is then clearly telling you, don't do this again. Well, we they, don't like it. Well, they don't, uh, but they're going to because they're contractually obliged to have shows there now. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it, it's not the people who are the fans that are going to see it. It's the right. the prince that, mm-hmm. you know. But, but it's the fans who pay the money yeah. for the pay-per-view and then also pay to, you know, go to the places where they're watching it on pay-per-view. Or it's him who's paying for that to be there. So. And But then also, you because these, these players are individual, are independent contractors, they can't necessarily, they technically, actually, because they, they, did. Because they, they can say no. They did. But also, I mean, because we know how this goes, like, they could easily be punished. John's, because because you don't have John Cena can do it because he's big enough. Uh, star. Daniel Bryan did it, so and he's a, he Daniel Bryan is a total divas. He's one of one oh of, oh he's the he's the, the husband, husband mm-hmm. of okay. Brie Bella, one of the twins, uh-huh. one of the lead, and he said no. Yeah. Uh, he got he he's supposed to have a match against for the championship, one of the championships, one of the bigger ones. Uh, said no, didn't go. They had the match beforehand, different match, and then came back and he won. But he mm-hmm. also turned heel. Which you know he's he's part of the reason of that uh, the CM Punk run oh. like like where the fans he had the, like Vince was forced to listen to fans Daniel Bryan's one of those people that because he got well, injured no he? but he got over he like the crowd loved him oh okay and it was called the Yes Movement and everyone was behind Daniel Bryan even though the company wasn't oh, they didn't okay. want him to win I see they called him the B plus player mm. so but the fans got behind him and there was this whole movement at and. You know, eventually WrestleMania, he he won. So there you go. So the fans have a lot of say. So the fans could That's still you know, fans saying. But the fans have, but it's him kowtowing to the fans yeah. eventually. Hopefully, so, we'll see. You know, I mean, I'm just in that in that instance. Yes, it, that's it what happened. Yeah. That worked for that. Who's to say whether it would work for for him giving them, you know, health insurance or making them employees or you know taking care of them or doing certain things like that? Who knows if it would do that? But if it, there's been a little bit of a history or precedent set that, at least when it comes to these type of things, where he thinks it should go this way and the fans are like, "Fuck no, you know, no, it should go this way," and he's like, "Eventually, okay." But the WWE is coming back and saying, "You're only getting one side of the story here." I'm sure because yeah, everybody. Everybody knows, but the thing is, is that also like their their uh, fan base is pretty is pretty wide, and it also is a lot of like working people. You know, I mean it it goes across every like economic 
you know, background, but at the same time, at their core is a lot of working people who sometimes have felt really screwed over by the man. And when you kind of know that this guy who, you know he's a rich guy, and da, 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 but then you realize, oh, he's the man really sticking it to these guys that I like and that I watch, and I think that my money is going to them and taking care of them, but it's actually really not. Uh. Mm, they start to get upset when they start to putting that together. I mean, yeah. So, ostrich farms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes? I'm the social <laughs> conscience of this group. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just- <laughs> I, I don't think uh, our fan base, uh, as much as they would be riveted by my talk of wrestling. <laughs> Very knowledgeable. Well, you know, this is what happens when you write a show about it. You could have your own side podcast just about this. I probably could, but there's so many of them. What's the point? It's That's like having so a football podcast. I thought you meant so many of our side podcasts, because we have a few of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have of course the Gil- you do. Gilbert and Sullivan one, which we're still... Working? Working on. Workshopping? We're workshopping the yeah. pilot. How's we've that been, producing going for a We've been going to open two? mics and just talking up on mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. 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 Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have, you've got to tell me what the, the show is called. Yeah. I'm, oh, you might steal it. Works. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't think so. All right. I would, I would be very confident on me not taking that idea ever. A Gilbert and Sullivan yeah. based podcast. Yeah, ever. <laughs> Not quite yeah. in my wheelhouse of things to discuss for yeah. an hour, like 30 minutes, let you, alone. You never five. know. Their lyrics were very, very catchy. So you might end up accidentally using one true. in a title and not really realizing it. So that would definitely be the case. Yeah. <laughs> not knowing that I used it. <laughs> oh, that was a pinched nerve in the. Oh my God. Did. I feel like I just got stabbed by a, like, in the, as a voodoo doll or something like that in my back. Seriously. Ouch. That's what that felt like. I've been there. Ooh, that was weird. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Okay. I'm I'm cool. I'm alive. It's fine. I'm like, ooh, but still. So so ostriches. Yeah. Yes. Episode 44, by the way. mm. What happened to us? Finally. Ate Stacey and Hugh. Got that in there. (laughs) Only halfway through the episode. (laughs) And you just made a comment about how we can't produce. (laughs) Oh, I I never said I was a good producer. He's just a producer. I'm I'm just the one that has the computer and the equipment so yeah. it kind of goes with the title mm-hmm. yeah and I, the, the irony is not lost on me that you have such an encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling but you can't research for shit yeah this is this is very true yeah i was getting sh- shit from my lack of uh researching the other day so off air or off air yes wow okay so that goes this bleeds into your real life oh yes. damn yeah. well you have one backer a very big supporter so. Go on. <laughs> I'm listening. It's your Twitter BFF. So ostriches. Yes, mm. ostriches. Oh yeah, you 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 survived. The I ostrich. did. They're 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 a beautiful creature, mm-hmm. majestic. The the one video with with you feeding the one. Yeah. You're like giggling in the background, and it's kind of cute, Nate. I listened to it too. I'm not sure if that was me. There was a girl next to me doing it too. Whoever it is, well, yeah. You should just you should just claim it as yours and be like, yeah, I'm super cute like that. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You really should because it's adorable. I was like, kind of like, oh, Nate, that's it's sweet. It's the very uh, it's the best dollar I've ever spent on a big bucket full of food. <laughs> yeah, very nice. yeah. The emu emus looked like they got the short end of that. Uh, the emu. Well, if the emus are not an attractive animal, the ostriches are adorable. Emus are like. The they ugly. kind of look like a wet cat. Like, yeah, it's... I don't... 
Really? Yeah, they're not as beautiful as ostriches. No. Ostriches are pretty ugly. Am I? How dare you? I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying that emus are a beautiful bird either. You know. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. Are they, I always laugh because they're one of the few birds that can't fly. Yep. And like, wouldn't that kind of take them out of the running of being a bird? If they don't have wings that can power them off the ground, really? I would, you'd flight, have to talk I don't to think us. Flight defines a bird. I know it does. Feathers does. Yeah. If you want to be a bird, you can be a bird. Can Big Bird fly? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Didn't they? although he also has arms and not wings, but yeah, yeah, he's got small fingers. issue. Yeah. Small issue there. Yeah. And he sees a imaginary F- elephant. Snuffle- a snuffleupagus. Yes, that is true. So he's tripping all the time. So I also got to see miniature ponies in the <gasps> beautiful town of Solvang, California. You didn't do any videos of ponies? No, because, the, okay, so the ostrich farm was ostrich called uh, Ostrich Land USA. is meant to be a public come see our ostriches. You cannot pet them because they snap at you. I was bitten three times. Because you tried to pet them? No, just with the holding the bowl out. Oh. And a little so, too close? Little, yeah, just like Icarus. Flew a little close, too close to the sun. He needed your cane yeah. <laughs> to hold it out there. That's true. Um, but the miniature, so out, I don't know if you, you've, anybody's been out there. Beautiful, beautiful Wine country. country. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, Danish capital of the United yep. States. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is, it's wine country. I, uh, wait, I didn't... wait, did you go to uh, Neverland? No, okay. not this trip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> out in the middle of the vineyard was a miniature pony farm, but it was not like public. So you saw them in the same way that when you're driving down a, high, a freeway in the Midwest and you see cows everywhere, or in Texas. You can see them. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to go up to them. Though there were a lot of looky-loos that pulled over to get photos with mm-hmm. the... I debated whether to do that, but then I decided I didn't want to. Yeah. And, and frankly, when you're taking photos of it from a distance of miniature ponies, because of the you have no frame of reference, so they don't look that small unless they're right next to you. But yeah. yeah. Also, so, like, unless somebody has a really great telephoto lens on their Nikon or Canon, yeah. you're getting a shitty picture. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, oh, look at these miniature ponies. Yeah, exactly. And somebody will go, oh, that's so great. And yeah. Then, and then you make a little Sebastian joke from Parks and Rec and you move on. There you go. I have no yeah. idea what that is. He was the famous miniature pony. Oh, was he? Yeah, okay. totally. I would just so. rather go to Villa Rosa, Lisa Vanderpump's home, and... Uh, Hang out with her miniature ponies. She has two of them oh, at her house. Of course she does. Of course she does. Mm. Two of them. Two. Two miniature ponies. And they have a little house. Oh, it's adorable. Of course they do. It's, Wouldn't that be a barn? No, it's a house. I'll get a picture of it. I'll, <laughs> I'll find a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, please there's, do. Because there's one on there. But yeah. I'm assuming that those horses live better, better than any oh, one sure. of us. Oh, I mean, they live outside and they live better than us. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Way to go, horsey. Yeah. I will say that in my short, sort is so short sojourn to Solvang. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I reinforced my opinions on um, wine connoisseurs, right. and I find them very annoying. Well, yeah. We they- went to a few vineyards. I don't. I don't drink wine. I have nothing against wine. I just, it's fine. You hand right. me a glass of it, sure. But like being around, like at a wine tasting, the folks who are into wines. That's their little house. Oh, okay. That's a See, little, it's yeah. a little house. My niece has that. Yeah, it's almost like a doll. She did. Yeah, it's like a it's like a little girl's house that you would go have like tea parties in, you know, or something like that. I never had yeah. one of those, and I really wanted one, but I didn't get one. But that's okay. Wow, we'll talk about that not, in therapy. You're not bitter. 
I'm fine. So you going to drink it tonight? No. Would you like some wine Therapy. suggestions? I've heard a few. I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were you, yeah. What were you doing up in so, Taipei? So you were. So you did not taste the wine. I went. I tasted a few of them at one. Went to several. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and like the people, like they hand you the wines and they start talking about the essences and <laughs> and the like. I, I again, I'm not weenophile. Isn't that a wine? Onophile. Onophile. Okay. Weenophile. If that's, <laughs> if that's your. Um, uh, you know, if that's your hobby. If that's your cup of tea, Nate. If, if that's your cup of tea, if it's your hobby, if you love wine, that's fine. I always think of the uh, the great line, one of my favorites from Garden State, when Peter Sarsgaard, who's Zach Braff's best friend, mm-hmm. Zach Braff makes fun of Peter Sarsgaard for his hobby of collecting Operation Desert Storm tra- uh, trading cards. Oh. And he makes fun of them, and Peter Sarsgaard replies with, don't make fun of my hobbies. I don't make fun of you for being an asshole. And I was <laughs> I like, so again, it's your hobby. God bless. Um, but though just the way you, I mean, there was essences and palettes and, mm-hmm. um, hints, hints oh. of, oh. okay, let me describe one of these that you would love the, uh, the documentary or series, I think on Netflix called Psalm about sommeliers doing their sommelier test then. You would love it so much, you would barf. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, because it is, it is that pretentious. Yeah. Like this was one, this was a Grenache Rosé. Uh, this is how it's described. A bright nose of grapefruit, white peach, fresh strawberries, and bubble gum with subtle hints of limestone. Slight effervescence and lively acidity on the palate combined with notes of watermelon, cantaloupe, and grapefruit to enhance the, a memorable finish. So you hand me a glass of wine. I'll be like, did it come from a box? If it did, that's cool. Not a, <laughs> not a deal breaker. I, so like th- yeah. these tastings, they're handing you like five glasses and I, again, I'm not making, I'm kind of making fun of the people that are into this. But if, if you enjoy wine, that's great. I would probably in more, more enjoy a whiskey tasting. That's more to my taste. Yeah. I would not talk about the effervescence. I don't know if, I don't know if whiskey has an effervescence. It does. But it's, and, and this was more not the people who are doing the tasting. They're like, they're like fans of wine. They want good wines to buy. It's the people running the tasting mm-hmm. that are doing these. This has this. Has this. And it's like, yeah, the five wines. It was usually like three whites, three reds. I couldn't tell you the difference between any of them, except for the whites were colder. <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like in a way, it becomes a. It becomes word salad isn't really the the right thing because that's. But it, it as as the not they're not a sommelier, but the, the the taster, the one running the tasting, they feel like they have to talk more about that in order to sell you on it. Oh, like, yeah. Let me give you even more adjectives because. I don't know. I mean, I've had to sell wine before, you know, being a server and bartender, and especially at South Beverly Grill. Um, so knowing, like, keywords, I just always found, like, you take, you get two, two distinct adjectives for yourself as a person of, like, what you think they taste like, and then you can describe them to somebody else. So when you start getting into, like, both, you know, cantaloupe and watermelon, just say melon. Just fucking say, like, this is a great crisp white wine with, like, notes of, like, you know, grapefruit, which, because that's more sour than orange, you know, regular citrus, so just grapefruit and melon. Then the people go, oh, okay. It's not different than selling anything. Selling selling a car. Yeah, a car salesman's gonna tell you a whole lot more than you need to know. The horsepower, I don't yeah, know horsepower shit. torque. I mean, there are some there are some people who oh, yeah. genuinely want to know that. Yeah. There are other people. The salesman could literally say the key goes in there, 
the wheel, you turn it, one pedal makes you go, one pedal makes you stop. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the equivalent of the what they tell you when you're a kid and you go go-karting. Yep. That when the, the, the guy who's running the go-kart track goes, wheel, gas, brake, go have fun. Yep. But if a car salesman said that to you, you'd be like, you're not selling this very well. Yeah. 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 Because every car does the same thing. Well, well, in theory. Well, the especially part. in Los Angeles. Like... I remember one time being behind a Ferrari going over cold water and you could just tell he was just like itching because we were stuck in traffic to, yeah. and he was just itching to just like drive really fast around those corners. Like especially up cold water because it's a little bit more turning. You just wanted to really get over yeah. them and you could just see him and I was like, buddy, you got the you got the wrong car in this city. I was like, you don't want to go fast in that car here. You just want to be seen in that car. I was like, if you want to drive fast, I was like, then you take it out to like Malibu. Yeah. I, I well, love, no, even then you get stuck in traffic. No, yeah, but it's like hard it, to open. Well, you can, there's parts where you can like open it up. Yeah. But. A little bit, and like on those roads, maybe not go full speed, but get yeah. get a little bit of the turns in the valleys and things like that. Or go basically go up to Ojai, actually. Yeah. Which you wish to do. Yeah. My favorite of the yeah the people that in the city will gun it at a, green, a red light, <laughs> at a green light rather, but they'll gun it even though they're not going to make it very far. Like. Yep. Anybody familiar with the stretch of Santa Monica Boulevard in Beverly Hills where there's a red light like every 200 feet yep. for seven or eight blocks? They'll be next to you, gun it, make this loud revving thing, and then you're still going to get to the next light the same time as them. You're just slowly moving along. And it's like... We hear them every so often here. Yeah. Driving I mean, down I, Hollywood. I mean, they just, they just drive, you know, from the corner right there to... Up to Hollywood, yeah. they just gun it a block. It's more the people coming off Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Uh, if well, for those of you who don't know where I live, I live off Laurel Canyon and Hollywood. Whoa, Boulevard. whoa, 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 whoa! I said Stalker. off. Stalkers, keep, keep. Yeah, all all thirty of them. Uh, He's already got one. Wow. Yes, I do. Uh, just fly down. Is, is it me? Yes, it is. Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, there's no nothing has ever been pretentious as somebody who guns it with a Prius, especially <laughs> a Prius Sans catalytic converter. Yeah. That guy wants attention. <laughs> I've and heard I, of pe I've heard of people removing the catalytic converter just to sound man. Sounds massively awesome, <laughs> unless you're driving it and it's really loud inside. There's nothing funnier to me than a. I mean, I don't know if we've told this story on the pod before I but like, i mean the gist of it is that hugh was driving a prius without a catalytic converter and if anybody's not familiar with that it is part of basically the exhaust muffling system yes so imagine a car without a muffler and you're yes and so the the there's nothing well many things but it's very very funny to me the thought of a prius which is a very silent car Suddenly being the loudest car on the road. <laughs> well, my favorite thing when that had happened was to drive on the electric motor for a second or two and just, like, pull up to some, someone <laughs> who had their windows down and then just slam it on. the Well, because Prius doesn't have much power. It's just no. rattling sound. Oh, man. I, my favorite was going to drop the car off to get fixed, and I was talking to the mechanic, and he's like, yeah, we heard you coming. <laughs> like how far it's like about a half mile because like, right. <laughs> that that sound i tried to record it for you guys but unfortunately went to the bluetooth in the car and oh. it, it muffled the recording oh no and i was like damn it can't record I can't, get, I can't get anything right man oh. well, i didn't know that if i recorded it would go to the, the bluetooth 
Because I was just like, oh, that makes no sense. No sense at all. Like a sad trombone following him around. (laughs) A very, very loud, loud, sad trombone. (laughs) Wow, you got a snort out of her for that one. I just can see it. I can just see this like sad high school band member. Just in the back seat. Just just always like, you know, like like two feet behind you, just kind of just waiting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> oh, have like, you guys ever seen the... Uh, like the Debbie vi- Downer? The video in Monaco of someone on, like, using a trombone to make this, the sound of their, their scooter. No. Like that of a race car. No. It's hilarious. I'll have to look that up. Oh, we missed the, we missed the Azerbaijan uh, oh, Grand yeah. Prix. Yeah, yeah, I saw... I didn't watch it, but I saw that it was on. On Saturday, Saturday night, right? You should have told me I was on. I would have watched it. Yeah. You got to tell me these. Actually, I need to just look Well, them they're up. a whole lot easier to find now that they're NBC. Yeah. And uh, the, these races that are on the other side of the world are airing in the evenings here, which is very, very helpful. It is. And then I, I like it because now, since I have DirecTV now, even though it still sucks, um, I can put it on my computer, and then I can just put my computer wherever. Yeah. And then I just have it on. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I can do other stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but the next, which is the next one, Monaco, or is the next one something else? The Bahrain, Lek, Lek, Lurk. The Bahrain one is next? Yeah. Well, no, he, that already happened. Okay. But Lek, Lurk. Leclerc. Leclerc. He came in third. He First. Had, no, he had pole position. Hamilton won. Oh, did it Hamilton? Hamilton won. Um, yeah, um, Mercedes-Benz won, won two, and then, um, and then Leclerc no. won three. Really? Yeah. No, but Leclerc, he got his first pole position. That was really big because also yeah. he's like nineteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and he's riding and he's driving for Ferrari, which is huge. That was Lewis Hamilton. Who's, once, see, look, once that, upon a time, that fucking that fucking show has gotten me <laughs> into Formula One. <laughs> By the way, you're not alone. I was talking to someone who had uh, who who's the like the H company like Hamilton or something like that or oh um uh, not Lewis oh Hamilton. Haas Haas yes mm-hmm. he has a Haas hat now oh dude no way. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> He's like, I'm Team Haas. Because they're the American team. Yeah, well, I don't know. I haven't still yet to watch this show. There we go. (laughs) He probably won't, just out of spite. No, I... Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. It's just been... You guys have hyped it up, and I'm like, damn it. Now, if I'm disappointed by it, I'm like, no. Yeah, that's true. Just watch some races, although you don't want to get too many years behind, because then... I'm just excited it's taken 44 episodes of us to find our niche as a WWE slash F1 podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Did not... Did not see that coming. Me neither. I really didn't. Gosh. It takes you a while to get your... Stacy being the voice of the F1 race. Yeah. I I, what do I get? I mean... I, I am I, the classier uh, looking of the three of us. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More European looking, even though he's the European over here. Uh, I wouldn't really call Welsh. It's very weird. They I don't really, either. They, I mean... Don't they, really consider himself European. Yeah. Because they wouldn't call themselves mainlanders. Yeah, exactly. And with Brexit, well, falling apart. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you guys are. Welsh. Welsh. Well, yeah. Britons. Brits. Uh, I mean, even then, you, uh, that's just another story yeah. for another time that's that we've gone over one. before yeah. anyways. We don't need to do that. I have no voice there anyways, so <laughs> it's the only country I can vote in. Yeah, it's true. I just have to go back to do that. If, there's, if they get another referendum, then you should definitely go back to vote. Uh, yeah, I'd I have don't to think that's going to happen. But... Well, something's going to happen. I mean, they have naked Yo, protesters. God. Dude. Mm. You oh. saw that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Shanghai is next on the 13th. Ooh. 
Yeah. All right. That'll be cool. Oh, they're going to drive around. Shanghai. Or they have a track there. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's, it's close to the... Um, the Monaco's in the summertime, Yes, it? it is, yeah. Because it, it, it actually happens around Cannes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monaco's May 26th. Summertime-ish. Yeah, actually, it is. It is it's summertime, the, yeah. yeah. Well, it's pretty close. Because Cannes is in June, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know I anymore. So. Been yeah. nine years. Let's see. Yes, everybody. If you haven't been listening the entire time, Hugh has been to Cannes for the festival. Oh, the festival is May 14th to May 25th. Yeah. So it's going to be right well, after Cannes. I'd like to make correction. I believe it's Cannes. Cannes Festival. Or maybe that's... Entendez-moi. Je parle français. What? Oh. Okay. Is that Paris talk? Get yeah, out of here with your away. Paris talk. Hot. That's hot. Je parle avec un accent parisien. Je suis un grand snob. Fucking leaf blowers. Yep. Sorry about that. People can't do much about that in this town. No, I did do it later. I mean, how can you not get a silent leaf blower in the year 2019? Is the question I have for probably? I mean, they have electric silent no, but they mowers. Don't, they, they don't, don't have use an electric. Them. Oh right. Oh yeah. They just don't they're... use them. Yeah. It's I because just, they don't. Can't they just do it on one day? It's like every fucking day here. Yeah. And it's another building, and like it, it's a block and a half away. It's just we can hear it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sure landscapers that have many, many, many clients would prefer to do them all in one day. Well, the street on one day. No, that that I guess that's fair. Coordinating all private businesses, exactly. I suppose you could. That mm-hmm. could help. I mean, they could. They could all talk to each other if they wanted to. They just don't want to. No, no they just want to, you know, no. bother, bother people. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose day is it today? It's mine. Okay. So, employees pick. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm skewing away this week from my traditional uh, schnooks. No, 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 no. You're going away what? from schnooks. No, 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 no. It's. It, hear me out. From my schnooks slash uh, see it all on YouTube um, films. Oh, okay. Because frankly, I'm running low on those. Um, so it's another film that's a little bit more mainstream. But I'm what I'm going to argue is it doesn't get the love it deserves, and that is the 1987 movie Teen Wolf 2. Oh. oh. And that is a two with T O O, as in also, mm-hmm. which is very hard to pull that off for a sequel. The only other for, the only other thing I've, I can think of is that Chili's, the restaurant franchise, has their Chili's too. That are in air, airports all over the country, and they pull it off. <laughs> but anyway, for anybody that's not seen Teen Wolf two, it is the sequel to Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. It stars Jason Bateman as Michael J. Fox's cousin Todd. Michael J. Fox was Scott, and this one take instead of at a high school in basketball, this one takes place at fake the the fake Hamilton University, where Jason Bateman is a boxer instead of a basketball player. But he's he's Scott's cousin. He doesn't know the werewolf thing because he's just not, I guess, not close enough with that side of the family. But the coach, the basketball coach from the first one, who knows that, hey, this family are werewolves, is now the boxing coach at this university, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense how he got promoted to a boxing coach at a college. But it's the same character, played by a different actor. <laughs> and um, so he recruits oh I'll get to that he recruits uh, Jason Bateman's character to box for him because he knows that his cousin w- helped him win a basketball tournament or basketball championship because he was a werewolf 
So it turns out he was right. Jason Bateman is a werewolf as well, and they learn it in the first boxing match where he wins, and then it follows the exact same plot as Teen Wolf where he gets very popular on campus and he starts losing his friends because he gets full of himself and he has to come back down to earth. Now, the reason I think this movie... Oh, by the way, this movie got a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's high. Uh, compared to the 44% for the first one. By the way, Styles is also yeah. different actor. Yes, Styles. Okay, there are three characters in it that are same character, different actor. Styles, who was the cool best friend of Michael J. Fox in the first one. The coach, who's the same... It's supposed to be the same coach, different actor. But the one that's the same actor is Chubbs. Yep. The, um, the teammate in the first one, and then also a boxer in the second one, you might also know him as Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yep. And, and he also played a very, very convincing John Wayne Gacy in the film Gacy. Oh. Um, but oh yeah. Oh, my God. He is perfect. Yeah, that. he looked just oh. like him. Yes. So this movie got a 7% of Rotten Tomatoes as compared to 44% for the first one. But as a frame, as a frame of reference comparison, the other two um, schnooks... Schnook's pl- um, video picks that I've done before, Vibrations, the one about the hand, the handless DJ, and Rescue Me about Stephen Dorff going across the country to rescue the cheerleader. Sorry, Vibrations is still the best one. They, they both have not applicable on Rotten Tomatoes because a, rev- a critic has never seen them. So Or has just decided not to review them. That too. Ooh, probably yeah. not. They didn't want to admit to wasting that time of their life. Yes, and now technically, well, not quite, but technically, there were three t- three teen of the of the family of the Teen Wolf movies. Because fun fact, the mo- the cult movie Teen Witch mm-hmm. is considered part of the family. They made Teen Witch to be the quote unquote girls version of Teen Wolf because they thought, oh, boys want the wolf movie. We'll make a witch movie for girls. So if you actually are familiar with the movie Teen Witch with Blake Lively. Yep. The plot is identical. No, not it's, Robin Lively. I'm sorry, Robin Lively. Her, her I mean, half her, si- her you're absolutely right. Her half sister. Who I was, oh. <laughs> I was at an audition with like a year ago. Which one? Uh, Robin. Robin. I remember sitting down and just looking to my right and being like, "Oh fuck me, Robin fucking Lively." <laughs> She's a fun follow on Twitter. I sat next oh, to her on Instagram too. <laughs> I sat next to her in a taping of Stark Raving Mad with MPH and uh, what's this guy? What's the guy from Monk? Tony, Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Yep. Their TV JJ. show. I guess he wins then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do, you know, just to throw that one out there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My moment. There you go. There you go. Winning. But yes, the uh, so Teen Witch was a, uh, supposed to be the girls' version. I didn't know and that. And if you actually look at the covers of the, or the movie poster and or the cover of the DVDs, the writing is identical. Like Teen Wolf, if you can picture it, it's yeah. cursive. Teen Wolf 2 is also cursive. Teen Witch is the cursive, but it's in pink instead of red. It is, yeah. So, yeah, they were... But, but Teen Witch only got a cult following later in life. Mm-hmm. Did, not, uh, did not do so well in the, ori- the original form. And I remember seeing... I didn't see it in the theaters, but I saw it like when it came out on video. Teen... Which one? Teen Witch. Yeah. Oh, um, I own it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I also own Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2, so I have the whole collection. Of course you do. Yeah. I did see Teen Wolf. Uh, oh I, ne- my God. I never saw Teen Wolf too. Yeah. yeah. What? But yeah, Teen Witch. Yeah, but I didn't realize. I didn't realize that was like part of the same quote unquote family. Yeah, there were. It was an attempt. The writing is more like the bewitched writing. Yeah. On hers. Yeah. But the pl- I mean, plot wise, it's basically both all in all yeah. three. Like the plot of that one came out before Teen Wolf two. Or mm-hmm. I think it was in between maybe, but like the plot of the two are the same. Like 
person re- person learns on the si- their 16th birthday. In one case, she learns she's a witch. In his case, he learns he's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. So why did... But Jason Bateman didn't find out till later. College. Just didn't, like... He was a late bloomer. Is that what it is? That could I, be the case. Yeah, and they just probably did, were like... Well, okay, this is... Let me come back to it. This is why I don't think this movie gets enough love. Because the thought of a werewolf being good at basketball is absolutely preposterous. Why would a werewolf be, like, an amazing basketball player? Now, a werewolf being a good fighter, boxing, although werewolves don't know how to wear gloves necessarily, but, t- but a werewolf being a good fighter makes a hell of a lot more sense than a werewolf being able to dunk a basketball. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's more realistic. If we're going realistic, unknown nerd turns into werewolf, Teen Wolf 2 is far more realistic. Was there a penis hanging out in a back? I don't believe so. I okay. believe they, they fixed that error very uh, early on. What? Although how it, it's oh, legendary she... at the end of... Teen Wolf won when they win the championship and their students are walking down from the bleachers running out of the court cheering. You can clearly see a, an extra up there with his penis out of his zipper. Or no, he might have lowered his pants. No, it was out of his zipper. Yeah, and it's very obvious, but and it's become something of a... Or, it's one of those things. There, there, there are these the list of is just... Is it a good penis at least? I, mean, far, I don't know. I don't know. Can, you can see it, so it's not... You could. It has a, like a wiggle to it, so you're like, oh, that's not just his finger. Yeah. Oh, you oh, can yeah. tell. There's <laughs> not to tell. But it, it's it's always among those lists of like, uh, not quite a gaff, but like things in movies that you know. For instance, Spartacus. Several of the Roman soldiers had their watches on still. Yeah. The fa- the most famous or not most famous, but Moses. one of was that. Uh, Parting of the Red Sea, he has a oh, okay. watch on. And like one of the other most famous ones is North by Northwest. The big scene at the end. When he um, Cary Grant gets shot, spoiler alert, um, in the background it's a it's a giant restaurant at like a, a ski tavern, like a ski um, lodge, mm-hmm. and at the uh, there's a child in the background that you can clearly see on camera that puts his fingers to his ears right before the gun goes off because he uh, knows it's going on. Uh, oh my gosh! And, and they left that like they left it in, but you always wondered did they know it was there and leave it in because it's kind of fun. The penis one, there's no way they left it no, on purpose. They, no, that's but like the like Hitchcock could have seen the kid doing that and thought I'm gonna leave that in. That's kind of fun. Yeah, who might have? Who knows? Well, <laughs> well, I saw I, my roommate and I were watching, and I haven't finished it. And I probably won't. We're watching that limited series, I Am the Night. Uh, on TNT yeah. with Chris Pine, and it was kind of about uh, George Hodel, Black Dahlia mm-hmm. stuff. Um, one of the most infuriating things I've ever watched. I did not finish it. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. It's driving me nuts. But there's a gaff in there. There's a scene, and this one uh, character played by Connie Nielsen, who I love. I think yeah. she's a great actress. Yeah. I think she's very underrated, and she's beautiful, but also a great actress. Um, she leaves a room and she's wearing these like black patent leather kitten heels. But as she's walking out, you can clearly see that they have red soles on them, oh. which means that they are Christian Louboutin shoes. Um, this movie, this, this, uh, this movie, this series is set in, uh, I think 1968, either 65 or 68. Oh, it's supposed to be that far after the Dahlia. Yes. Um, so no, uh-uh. Yeah. Christian Louboutin <laughs> was not making shoes back then. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. Louboutin stole the idea for the Red Souls from a lesser designer in the 60s that nobody knew about. Yeah. Probably not true. Yeah. Probably not. Well, exactly. that's that's our time for today. Yeah. Um, and I guess, well, 
Oh, we're leaving on an upbeat note with yeah. that. Well, that's our time for d- today. Well, I, I, guess, to, I was yeah. trying to figure out a way of cutting you off without having to cut you off. Because <laughs> I was like, no, Without don't. pissing me off. I was like, oh, man, she's going to. Yep, yep, yep. Be quick, be quick with the story. We're, yeah, so we're running over time. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, anything else? I'm going to say anything now. You're going to just make this awkward for me? Absolutely. Put his producing to the test. Make this interesting, Hugh.